welcome to the Center in the Saints. I'm Alyssa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And we are in the middle of celebrating something every single day for the month of March. It's been fun, actually. I'm telling you, like you and your favorite tool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that it is actually. I mean, I bought that for myself on Mother's Day and Matt was like, okay. But I have used that more than any thing else. You don't smell like gasoline. Nobody has to help me. Mm-hmm. As Bon Kui Kui would say, you don't have to put any cookies all up in it. <laughs> I just blow off the porch. I love a good sander because I'm all about mm. sanding some furniture. Yeah. But I think my favorite day from last week was get over it day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, girl. Get over it. Yeah. There's a lot of people I say that to in my mind. Oh, I say it out loud. <laughs> say, say to my children out loud sometimes. Well, you're just going to have to get over that because you're doing it. You have to do it anyway. Or I say, you just have to get over yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We do have to get over ourselves sometimes. Me a lot. I'm always trying to get over myself. One of the things um, that I get over, have to get over myself about is pleasing others. Mm. Anybody else? Can I get an Amen. Amen. That was for somebody else. I'm not a big people pleaser, I don't think. I was just thinking about how much energy I used to be. I mean, this used to be a huge problem, but I think sometimes, like always, we we can fall back into things. But I think how much energy do we spend sometimes on being accepted by others or finding our worth in what others think of us instead of what God thinks of us? And I can still kind of get fall into that trap, but Thankfully, you know, as my relationship with the Lord has grown, it's it's like a tap, tap, tap on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you're in this for the wrong business. Well, and you know, I think if we realize how little people actually pay attention to us, we wouldn't care so much what they thought about us. Because people <laughs> are so self-centered. I mean, all of us, right? Yeah. So we're all concerned about what everyone else thinks about us. We're so busy thinking about ourselves. I don't have time to think about anybody else. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, You're not sizing up Flossie Jane across the room. You're worried about yeah. what Flossie Jane's thinking about you. Right. Or I'm worried, am I in the right bathroom stall? <laughs> too soon? Maybe. <laughs> Y'all, hashtag awkward. It's hard to relive those sometimes. Oh, gosh. Mm. I love how that one sticks out because, man, I've had some awkward moments in my life. <laughs> and sadly, being in the wrong bathroom is not a highlight if that tells you anything about my life. <laughs> I'm sure there's more. That one was just uh, very public Yeah, in so many ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I love uh, that verse in Colossians where it says, Whatever you do, work heartily as if for the Lord and not for men. I had that over my diaper changing station mm. when Emma was little. So that on those days when it was like things, you know, you kind of can get into that rut and do things begrudgingly. It's like, get over yourself and change this diaper for the Lord. That is actually a brilliant gift for any new mom. Mm. I do. It needs to be over my kitchen sink sometimes, too. I was going to say. I think I need it in my kitchen right now. Yeah. It actually works because it is kind of like, you know what? Get over yourself. Like, you have this beautiful baby. And yeah, it can suck and be a lot sometimes. But what a blessing to be able to change this poop that's everywhere. Right? Do it for the Lord, girl. That's what I used to tell myself. Like, I would have my own, like, pump up the jam party in my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
rock out to some music. So, you know, I do love, um, I was in a study recently and they were talking about how Jesus, like the night before he died, mm. was washing the disciples' feet. Yeah. But here's the thing. The disciples came in and sat down expectantly, like, who's going to wash our feet? Facts. And then Jesus washed and dried their feet. Mm-hmm. And even Judas's. Yeah. And he knew. He already knew. He knew old boyfriend there wasn't going to be doing anything good for him. I would have got some scalding hot water. (laughs) (laughs) He'd have been walking with boils on his feet to go and sell me out. You know, what a perspective. Because Jesus had that, um, that heavenly perspective. Like that Judas needed to do that to accomplish the Lord's plan. You know, he was rising above. Yeah. The bitterness and the anger. And that's my other, that's actually my other thing. <gasps> Look at me without notes and somehow I we got know. there. <laughs> my other thing about get over it is grudges and anger. Yeah. Like just get over it. Now it's more for myself, but it's probably for maybe some of you listening too. It's like, I have to talk to myself like this. I have to say, Allison, just get over it. What is your problem? Yeah. (laughs) So I talk to myself sometimes. You know, I mean, we all know that holding grudges and being angry at people doesn't do any, I mean, doesn't hurt anybody else. It's so exhausting. Yeah. It's like thinking when you pour poison on your neighbor's plant, you know, that, or I don't know what I was trying to say. We're, we're going to let that one go. Yeah, we're not, never mind. <laughs> it's don't. like drinking poison and thinking it'll kill the other person. Yeah, that's what I was going for. There you go. We're a good team. We are a good team. It's I so true. Bitter, I got your bitter quotes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so, it's so true. And I'll tell you what helps me get over this more than anything else is this one verse out of Luke when Jesus says, judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you'll be forgiven. And I always think about this verse. I don't necessarily know it by heart, but I know that Jesus said, okay, if you don't want to be judged, and you don't want to be condemned, and you want to be forgiven, then you've got to do all that for other people. And that's what sticks with me. And that's why I'm like, you better get over it, sister. And I'm like, yes, ma'am, I'm over it, because I want some of that good stuff. That's right. What I just heard out of all those verses was, shut your mouth, girl. (laughs) You better be quiet. That must be the message <laughs> translation. Yeah. The Melissa translation. The Melissa message. Shut your mouth, girl. You ain't got nothing nice to say. Don't say it. Exactly. Exactly. I just, um, those are my two big just get over it that I've needed. And I think right now in the world, like anger and bitterness and resentment was so much stuff. Oh, geez. Plenty of stuff going around in the world um, that, mm, you got to get over sometimes. Just get over it. Yeah. But like you have to do it time and time. You have to remind yourself. I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, me too. Like, oh, that's right. Nope. We're not going there. Nope. Let it go, girl. Let it go. Mm -hmm. How about you? Well. Get over it. Get. Oh, there's so much I want to tell people to get over. Um, <laughs> yeah, I tried to stick to like, what does tell myself to get over? Because okay, if we I'll go, go down that path. other path, <laughs> I, I got it. <laughs> it could be ugly. Well, <laughs> but I mean, I'm I, sure I'm going to join in, but you get us started. Right. Now you threw me for a loop. So the things that I want people to get over, get 
over your guilt from the past because Jesus already reigned over that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So get over it. Yeah. Remind yourself, I'm forgiven for that. Y'all, there are nights when I am up at two in the morning because my tap, tap, tap is not always the Holy Spirit like Miss Alice. And my tap, tap is a devil saying, girl, you remember this? Mm-hmm. Hey, let's replay this message, right? And so I have to get up and I have to like open God's word and be like, oh, no, no, no. We got over that. Why? Because Jesus is the Lord over all. I feel you on that completely. It is so hard to do. I hear you when you're telling me that all sounds fine and dandy for you, Melissa, but that Mm -hmm. is not possible for me. Girl, it is possible for you. Write it down. For there is no condemnation for you, for me, for Allison, for all of us. The only one that brings condemnation is the devil. Mm. And we ain't got time to listen to the devil. That's right. Yeah. I love that. I think I wish I had had you um, saying that in my ear, like, you know, over a decade ago when I was really stuck in some of those negative thoughts and believing those lies. I just, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry it took you so long to get through my thick skull, Lord, but thank you for never giving up. I mean, I think you had to get a jackhammer. <laughs> I saw McCully and I were sitting at a stoplight the other day and we were watching this guy jackhammer and he was like shaking <laughs> right I mean his whole body and I, I said to Cully I'm like but it's just like busting up that concrete and I was like he must be so sore at night yeah and I think that is probably just the way God feels sometimes like some of us just are a little bit tougher nuts to crack we're more like concrete Yeah, and I think um, it depends on how long you've kept it hidden, Mm -hmm. right? I think that's an issue. And it also depends on how you grew up. Like, were you taught to be shamed? And, And, you know, I think that the culture back when our parents were growing up was definitely harder because, I mean, they, mom is the word. You don't talk about what happens. You barely even acknowledge it right and so that's kind of how our parents raised us we (laughs) are all pretty and put together when we are outside of these four walls y'all go crazy up in here (laughs) but when you get out that door girl you better look good you better look good and so i think it depends on how you were raised too i was kind of raised by wolves and so i wasn't taught to have that filter Mm. um which can be good and can also be a little bad sometimes sometimes i let it fly yeah that's another thing I have to get over sometimes. Just so, do you feel like sometimes people are just too sensitive? Uh, you, <laughs> I mean, that's a rhetorical question. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, people are too sensitive, y'all. We are all too sensitive about some things. Right. I'm too sensitive. Right. Melissa's sensitive. We all have our sensitive things, but I think we all need to just take a step back sometimes. And get over it and look at things. It's about perspective. Now, I might be stepping on some toes here. I apologize for that, but (laughs) I'm going to say it anyway. Go ahead, girl. (laughs) When, When someone says something to you, switch the perspective of that you may have of they're trying to attack you or put you down and switch it to they're just making a comment. It's not about me. 
Right. And it's not an attack. It she didn't mean it like that. And if you really feel like it was an attack, my grub friend says, just ask them, tell me more about that. Great. Because yeah. if you tell them more, you're going to go, oh, that's what they meant. Mm-hmm. But if you don't and you get all bitter and sassy on the inside, you're going to take that all the way home and you're going to form your own opinion about that. And then it could cause a wedge in the relationship, which is ridiculous because, you know, God calls for unity. And so we have to model unity even amongst our own people, especially amongst our own people. Yeah. I mean, I've had to s- circle back for lack of a better word. I am. I, I, <laughs> with, so, some friends, <laughs> with some people about things that I said and I thought about later and I thought she could have taken that the wrong way. I didn't mean it that way. Or another friend said, you know what? You may have hurt her feelings when you said that. And I'm mortified. Right. Because it wasn't my intention. But um, they did take it the wrong way. And I was really glad that I circled back and said, hey, when I said this, this is from my personal experience, you know. Um, so I've had this experience with this group, organization. Doesn't mean I think the people that work, all the people that work in that organization are like that. It just means I just know that's not a good place for me to be volunteering. Right. Because of my experience. But I'm thankful there are people out there who are. Yeah, it's not the right fit for you. Right. And I know that, but it was offensive to her because until I explained myself. Well, here's the thing. I am thankful for the people that are not afraid to offend me. I am too. Like, I I need to know. I need that constructive criticism. Even if it comes out wrong, I'd rather come out than me walk around with some kind of falsehood or something. Or spinach in your teeth. Spinach in your teeth. (laughs) I was thinking more along the lines of, hey, you know, Melissa, you're being a little negative these days. Can you lighten up? Get mm-hmm. over it? I need those kind of words because pe- people too. that really love me, that is actually encouraging because you're encouraging me to be a better person for everyone's sake. And sometimes we do get stuck in our muck, in yeah. our own muck. Like we just get in that mud puddle and we just stir it up and it becomes like quicksand that starts to suck us down. And until somebody comes over and says, um, you know, <laughs> you created this little quicksand pile. All you have to do is take this rope and jump on. Let's pull you on out. Right. And act like somebody. Get over yourself. Quit having your little pity party. Right. And let's do this thing. Yeah. I mean, that's not always the case, but a lot of times we can kind of get in that. And I think that realizing if someone's coming to you with something hard... They really do love you, and it probably took them a lot to get up the courage to say that to you. Mm -hmm. And so if they're saying something to you, tell me more. Help me understand that better. Isn't it hard to hear those things, though, and to have that open heart and not be, of course, kind of angry and resentful right away? You know, and that's when you have to get over that. And it's like, why are you feeling that way? Because you're convicted. Why are you convicted? Because you know that she's right, and you do need to get over yourself. Right. If you're willing to face that truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a work in progress. Because, like, if we had all arrived, how boring would life be? Yeah. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, we get to be the person that somebody else is speaking the truth to. Yeah. And sometimes we get to be the person that is pulling somebody else out of the muck and speaking the truth. And that's the beauty of friendship and community mm-hmm. and 
uh, and getting over it, getting over ourselves and our insecurities and getting over our desires to please others and getting over, which is where pleasing others can come into trouble. If I'm trying to please you mm-hmm. and not offend you, then I may not speak that truth to you. Right. Um, I w- I'm just also thinking, you know, sometimes we have to say stuff that offends somebody, mm-hmm. but you know their heart, right? So then you have to like go, okay, she offended me, but I know Allison's heart. She would never want to offend me. There's some truth in this. So let me really get down and see. And why is it, like you said, why is yeah. it offending me? Right? Yeah. And sometimes I might just be having a really crappy day Yeah, and I might just lash out and be mean to be mean. I mean, I hope I don't do that. You've never done that to me, but feel free to call me on those days. I got thick skin. I know a lot of people don't. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think it usually comes out of my husband and children, not those outside the circle. Isn't that interesting? How about you? Mm. I mean, or the people that can't hear me that are driving down the road in another <laughs> car. <laughs> I might say this to them. <laughs> like that one time you chased that car down the road with your son in the car? Yes. Yeah. In fairness, he drove by and ripped off my side view mirror. Yeah. And never stopped. Yeah, like I would have chased him all the way into the parking lot and pulled him out of his car and had a conversation. And I probably would have if he had actually pulled over when I called him at the stoplight. But he was probably terrified of the crazy blonde lady screaming at him through the window. Oh, that imagery makes me so happy. I mean, y'all, it was not my prettiest moment. (laughs) I think it's amazing. Not my finest hour. But I will say this. Um, you don't have to take everybody's advice. You don't have to take everybody's criticism. Um, if you're not willing to take their advice, like if their life is not where you want your life to be going, Mm -hmm. maybe don't take advice from them. Yeah. Don't get over it. Just ignore it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should start National Just Ignore It Day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and you know what? That could... Many, many, many times I hear criticism, but it's coming from someone else's insecurity. Absolutely. And I just noticed that, like, that is because that person is insecure. I'm going to let that go. And actually, I feel sorry for them because I know what it's like to be insecure. I've been there. I've done that. Not because, oh, poor them, but, oh, my gosh, I've been there. I know what that feels like. Yeah. And sometimes I still am there, depending on the situation or where I am and what's going on in my life. I can feel those insecurities creep back in. Well, how do you get out of that, though? Because I know how I get out of it, but what do you do? I focus back on scripture and truth. I have to take it straight to the Lord and I have to get over it. Yeah. And let instead of letting it kind of take root in my heart and cause more insecurity and negative thoughts, I'm just like, no, Allison, you know the truth. I mean, I just kind of talk myself out of it, like... Change that dirty diaper, girl. It's for the, it's for Jesus. You know, like I just like give myself a pep talk and it's easy to do that when you've been in the word and you know God's truth and who you are. That when you take into account that truly before you were even knit in your mother's womb, before you were even a little nugget in there, a little seed, he already had plans for us. Right. And he already knew the whole trajectory of our life. I mean. Right? Yeah. Like, he cares that much. He n- created us for something amazing. 
So interesting. I'm going to circle back. That's my first time using that and probably the last time because it felt real awkward. I know. But, um, it's a terrible phrase. It really for is. For so many reasons. Everybody's using it these days. And, <laughs> oh, I never do that. Anyways. So last week we talked about one of the truths that we had a hard time like, accepting. Yes. And I had such an epiphany this week. And I, last week I said, well, I think the thing I have a hard time accepting is that God will never forsake me or abandon me. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, I still feel a little worthless, meaning I think it's like I'm super happy to be where I am in life, Yeah. but I never stand up. I don't stand my ground here because I feel like I should just be so happy that I made it mm. that I don't know if I can really stand up here and celebrate wow. and expect anything here does that make sense it does actually what a that is a really deep insight don't you love how like just dwelling on things instead of rushing through them right how god can kind of open your eye i mean i was just like wow i'm just so thankful to have come as far as i have that i i'm just gonna sit here and be quiet grovel (laughs) yeah I almost grovel like, oh my gosh, I'm just so thankful to be here. But God doesn't call us to be groveling on the ground. He says to like stand firm. Celebrate. Yeah. Dance around. Yeah. Sing it. Sing it, girl. Sing Sing. it. Now she does have a beautiful voice. Yeah. So that was my epiphany last week. So how are you going to, what's that going to look like for you now? How are you going to try to manifest that into your daily life and add that in? I don't really know yet. We're still working through that. I'm kind of slow when it comes to that kind of stuff, especially without my therapist. So we might need to go to a therapist and figure that out a little bit more. Now that I've had the epiphany, I know what I'm working on. I love it. So we'll we'll come back to that. And yeah. I think that'll be a great conversation and journey to go on. Yeah. Together. Yeah. I think we all have something like that in our lives, too. I had a moment at the sink. <laughs> Shocker. Um, I was at my kitchen sink doing dishes, and it I can't even put into words what the feeling was, um, but it scared me. Mm. And it, it was like one of, um, of despair, of fear, of uncertainty. And it was so out of the blue and convicted me. It's, it was, it was strange. And I don't know what that was. And so that I'm sort of, it's nothing that usually passes through my heart or wow. my mind so or you my can't spirit. Even find the source yet. So I don't know what I don't know what it was. Um, so there you go. We'll just come back to those things. Yeah, and pray about those. I think you know this is such an important part of everybody's journey. So if you've noticed something in your in your walk with the Lord, in your prayers, um, in your scripture readings, that the Lord is just kind of shown you or opened up your eyes to don't just push it aside, write it down, sit on it, journal it, come back to it. Don't like obsess about it. You know, we don't, don't obsess about anything. Don't turn it into an idol, but don't let it pass. Keep it there kind of at the forefront. Yeah. I think this is one where I'm like, don't get over it journey through it. Absolutely. Lean in. Yeah. Oh, don't exactly. Don't get over it. Don't get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we should. Sometimes we shouldn't. Hey, thanks for joining us this week on The Center and the Saint. We look forward to being with you next week. See you later.